Hello and welcome back to The Spells We Tell Ourselves. I'm your host, I'm Libby, and today we are finishing up our series of the the Elemental series. So today we are talking about working with fire and working with that as our element. So the the first thing I want to say in all of this is I feel like Fire is probably the one that a lot of people instantly focus on and instantly think of whenever we talk about rituals and practicing witchcraft. So I feel like when we talk about this, it's like fire is almost the go-to. And I think that's partially because of the way the media and the way Hollywood and the way movies and all of that portray witchcraft. Like whenever we think about it, or I should say, whenever we there is a movie, there it's almost always like the the witches or the coven or whatever are all surrounded by a bonfire. There's always some sort of fire element in every quote unquote witch movie that I have ever seen. So I feel like this is almost like it almost gets too much play. And even I had admitted in my previous episodes that I didn't really know much about working with air. I didn't really know much about working with um, water. I didn't, like, I know about working with earth because that's usually the one that I go to the most. But the, the other two are not really portrayed in our media, in our culture. So it's just something that's interesting to notice is like right now I'm going to talk about working with fire and I don't even need anybody else's work or research on this because I already know about it. And I mean, of course I say all this and the first one that I'm going to bring up when it comes to working with fire is a bonfire. (laughs) Like whenever I talk about the rituals that I am doing for a a a sabbat, I always want to do a bonfire. I always want to, like, just go outside and be surrounded by earth and have a fire going at the same time. Like, did I want to dance naked around a bonfire during the lunar eclipse over this past weekend? Yes. Yes, I did. I did want to do that. I ended up not because I just ended up being, I think it was raining actually, or something like that. And I don't know if anybody else knows this about me, but I draw the line of being wet and cold. So I ended up not doing it. Um, But it, it just goes to show that this, I, I am following, falling into the Hollywood stereotype of a witch dancing naked around a bonfire. Um, anyway, that's just me. So other ways that we can work with fire in our practice is candle magic. I, I do a lot of candle magic in my own practice. So finding a candle that the color represents my intent and so, and then I just burn it. I, I, I usually use the ones that burn to, I think they're 90 minute burn time candles that you can get off Amazon. They're pretty small. Um, those ones I found to be the most accessible for me to use because in a lot of rituals, you are not supposed to blow out the current candle. You're just supposed to let it burn until it's finished, 
Well, I don't know about you guys, but I don't necessarily want to be up all night watching a candle or to fall asleep while a candle is burning. So one of those 90 minute small candles that you can find on Amazon, and they actually do come in a big color pack too, um, are really helpful for me within my own practice. Um, a lot of, I, I know that there's a lot of resources in color intentions and that kind of theory out there on the internet. So I'm not going to spend too, too much time going on it, but I feel like some of them are really obvious, like pink for love spells and red for love spells and green for abundance and manifesting. Um, and then of course white can work for anything. So one of the ways that I do this is I will carve my intention into the candle itself. Um, if I have an oil that goes along with it, then I will put the oil on it as well. And then I just let it burn. So that is one of the ways that I practice with fire. Another way for um, working with the element of fire is having the focus of like, it's almost like internal fire. So maybe doing a dance or doing some sort of thing that gets your heart rate up and creating that inner warmth. Um, uh, I would actually do something like power yoga as a way to connect with the fire element because it's basically igniting my own personal inner fire, which is something that is less focused on, especially out there in the media and in movies and everything like that. Um, Oh, I didn't cover the other stuff that I normally color cover with the elements. So with fire, we have, it is in the south direction. Um, it's a very, it's like a very masculine energy, I would say. And so it would be more connected towards gods rather than our goddesses. Um, uh, colors, it would obviously be represented by like red and orange and some yellows and, you know, gold and all of those types of colors. Um, our, oh, our, our zodiac signs are going to be Aries and Leo and Sagittarius. Um, this is also, I generally, when I honor um, fire within my circle and I'm casting a circle, I will light a candle and then place a second candle in front of it. And then I light that second candle as I'm calling fire to me and joining the circle. Um, you can also use, I, I will say like uh, other traditions and other types of folk magic will have different opinions on what you can use for uh, for fire, that is just what I personally will practice. So if you have a different, um, if you have a different practice of fire, I would love to hear about it. I've heard of people using a wand in place for fire. Um, if that is how you practice, I would love to hear about it. So please reach out to me um, just because I don't really know much about that. That's just something that I've heard. Um, it is represented by the season of summer. I feel like all this is kind of things that we would have been able to figure out. Um, yeah, so I, I think that fire is such an active tool. Like this is a very, this, like, this is not a passive element to work with. Um, 
a lot of symbolism here is like burning away of things. I know when I do specifically a full moon release ritual, I will burn the things that I am ready to let go of on a piece of paper. So making a list of all of the things that I am ready to release, ready to let go of. And then once I have finished that list, I, excuse me, I will burn that list and then bury the ashes in my backyard. And of course, burying the ashes in the backyard, since it is stuff that we don't want to invite in, it is not in our front coming towards us, and it, it is in the back, as in our past. Um, and then, of course, you can also burn away. A lot of times we have burning rituals. I I think of burning as in Yule, like specifically with the Yule log, Um Granted, I'm recording this on November 1st, so Samhain is now over for me, and this is, I mean, it's coming out the 3rd, so it would be over for everybody by the time this comes out. So at this point, I'm looking ahead towards Yule and looking ahead at the coziness and the fires of the season. So, and I would even say that fire energy is good for the coziness aspect. Just lighting a candle in your house and maybe it's your favorite scent in order to set the intention as you are in your house um, and using that as a tool. Scent is, I mean, I think studies have shown that scent is our most powerful sense and it is most powerfully tied to memory. So if you have a favorite scent that you like to burn in your home or maybe a nostalgia thing of you always had a certain smell in your house when around the holiday time period, then that is something that you can um, use into your fire practice specifically around just like burning candles and that sort of thing. Um, other burning activities would be like burning bay leaves um, in order to, uh, to make wishes. I burn bay leaves on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve to make wishes for the fall year to come. You can also do this on new moons. It's a great new moon practice as well. And again, again, always, I should have said this caveat at the beginning of the episode, but like, please be careful. Please do not burn yourselves. Please do not burn down your house. Please practice candle safety. Um, because like I said, this is a very, like, this is not a, a passive element to work with. This is an aggressive element to work with. And we don't want anybody's house catching on fire, no curtains catching on fire, anything like that. Um, so just being mindful of our surroundings when we do choose to work with fire and maybe having a bucket of water as your water element in your circle. So that way, you know, just in case, should you need it, you can douse out a fire or have the baking soda nearby. Um, baking soda is also good for like, <laughs> PSA guys, have baking soda near your stove while you're cooking because baking soda will put out a grease fire on your stove, but water will make it get worse. So fun facts and safety tips, maybe own a fire extinguisher. Um, fire extinguisher is a really weird thing to add onto your holiday wish list, but it is on mine. So that's the kind of person I am. Um, so anyway, your safety brief is now done at, you know, 11 minutes into this. Um, but 
anyway, <laughs> yeah, so we have bonfires, we have candle magic, we have just burning candles in your home to invoke a certain feeling. We have burning bay leaves, burning away um, energy that you don't want anymore or full moon release uh, rituals. And you can use fire as a way to just invoke coziness. This is such a kitchen witch episode. Everything I do ends up being a kitchen witch episode. Um, and I think that goes along with like the coziness of the season and the, the Yule log idea for coming up. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have a fireplace, so I will not be able to do this in my fireplace. But the idea of the Yule log is you decorate the Yule log with burnable ribbon and, um, dried twigs and that kind of stuff. And then you put it in your wood stove or your fireplace for, and then that is supposed to heat your house throughout the night in order to keep you warm on the shortest day. Um, I do not have the ability to do that myself, so I will be doing it outside in the bonfire and I will just embrace the cold. So that is the Yule log and I will get more into that as we get closer to Yule and I'll be doing, I think for December I might do a, a series on different Yule traditions, um, and have them as ways for all of us to embrace little witchy traditions for the holiday season. And some of them will be like straight up pagan and other ones will be more focused to my Christian friends who are listening to this or maybe my Jewish friends or um, any other religion that anybody else practices. You are all welcome here. Um, so I think that will be what we do for December, but looking ahead for the rest of November, I know I already mentioned this, but next week we are going to be having the episode where I have Laura Warner coming on talking about human design. And then I'm not sure what we're doing for the 17th and the 24th, but like I said, coming in December, we'll have different rituals for embracing the holiday season and how we can use some more like how we could use some more magic around the holiday time. I feel like holiday time is such a magical time period in itself. So it's something that I really want to bring to the forefront of our minds. So there we have it all. There is our episode on working with the element of fire. I hope you guys enjoyed this little series as much as I did. I definitely want to do more series like this. So if you have any suggestions, please feel free to let me know. You can email me at yoginiwitchlibby at gmail.com. Of course, you can find me on www.yoginiwitchlibby.com. There you will find the information on my one-to-one -one coaching programs, my yoga classes, my tarot readings, all of the wonderful things that I am working on. And other than that, I will talk to you all again next week where we have Laura joining us. Um, wrap up. I, the cover art was designed by me and the intro music is Star Fury's Dream World and you can catch their SoundCloud link in the description below. Bye everyone. <laughs>